Hello, and thank you for joining another episode of Socializing with Sisters. I am one of your hosts, Rochelle. And I'm Brianna. All right. And I think uh, we're going to start kind of where we left off last time uh, regarding industrial accidents. Um, I believe that Brianna has an update for us on the situation in Los Angeles. It smells like shit. <laughs> and that's about it right like no that's, i'm just kidding <laughs> i mean that's that's close to being it so what they're saying started the uh the blockage um where they had to drain 17 million of gallons of sewage into the ocean is because uh uh these uh these screens got clogged because of debris that was in the sewage that uh, that ended up in um, the water treatment plant. Rochelle's saying it's baby wipes. I totally agree now that I think about it. Um, I wasn't saying baby wipes. I was saying those flush, those quote unquote flushable wet wipes. I've seen a lot of other cities have issues with them and that they'd clogged up screens for the waste uh treatment plants and so i'm wondering if it's a similar situation of where it just it got really really bad and they didn't realize how bad it was until it was too late yeah that that sounds about right like yeah i i think that you could be right about that basically well and so after they realized that it was too late it was just like okay either it backs up into the streets or we release you know we release a bunch of sewage. Yeah. So they did, and uh, now they have to clean the debris out of the tank that holds the sewage. And uh, while they're cleaning it, it smells like shit. <laughs> Sounds about right, because it's drained yeah. of water, and the water holds the odor in. Yeah, and the, the beautiful city of L.A. or whatever offered to uh, pay for air conditioners, and but only in half of El Segundo, and I'm on the other half, so... The rest of us that don't live within El Segundo Boulevard, Imperial Avenue, and Main Street on the west side, if you live on the east side of that, like I do, you have to smell shit. Yeah, which yeah, is... Be- which sucks, because no it's bueno. hot. It's hot. We don't have ACs, and uh, honestly, they, they're they so expensive, and, and it runs up the power bill so much that we don't even like having it. Like We just have fans, so our windows are open, and there's just no other choice than to like you basically it's not like it's not like a ridiculous amount but it's just like it smells enough you know it smells like somebody just took a shit in the bathroom and like it's just never gonna get flushed (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so horrific it i mean it sucks like i don't you know hopefully they finish soon but uh it kind of sucks that they would offer half the city you know, they can either go stay in a, they're paying for them to stay in a hotel plus a, a, a meal uh, allowance, or they're offering them, you know, like 600 bucks to get air conditioners if you have a thousand square feet foot residency or smaller and $1,200 if you're, if your residence is over a thousand square feet. Got it. Well, huh? Oh, I, I've had, this is my fifth emergency alert to go off. Uh, the Los Angeles County is basically saying that there's a rise in COVID cases and uh, they're telling all of us to get vaccinated, but I've gotten four in one day and I'm just like, okay, we get it. It's <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah, my uh, my work is offering a uh, quote unquote raffle for like money if we get up to 90% vaccinated, like, here, let me see if I can find it. I just keep ignoring it because I, I just don't care. Uh, and as we continue our race to 95% COVID-19 vaccination rate for, for our organization by September 1st, please remember to complete this form that confirms that you have gotten the COVID-19 vaccination 
Um, the raffle prizes consist of one prize of $10,000, two prizes of $75,000 each, five prizes of $5,000 each, and five prizes of $2,500 each. And I'm like, we're never going to get to 95%. There's no way. They said that today they told us, they were like, oh, we only have 90 people left to get us to that 95%. And I was like, they're never going to do it. If they're you, never going to do it. Like, If you're holding out now, it's because you haven't had COVID yet. <laughs> I think that, I think for a lot of people, it's like, either you haven't had COVID you and to be honest like I don't know anyone no I will take that back I know of one person that I know that got COVID and they worked in a grocery store and then subsequently gave it to their family member that sucks yeah and I was like yeah grocery stores are breeding grounds for COVID like why didn't they you know, close all the grocery stores. Why couldn't I go to a, you know, store to like try on clothes? Now I just shop online for everything. But yeah, I just, I thought it was hysterical. Everybody that I know that has seen this at my company has laughed at it and thinks that it's just hysterical because no, we're never going to meet. It was basically like, here, let's give up like all of these, you know, thousands of dollars that, we'll say we're going to give out like, you know, $50,000 worth in prizes, but we're never actually going to get there because we know that employees aren't going to get vaccinated. Like, or maybe it really was a false hope to think that, you know, it would be incentive enough to get people to get vaccinated, but I don't think it's enough. Like if you're not getting vaccinated at this point, it's because you've made that stance and you're putting your feet down in the sand and drawing that line of like, I'm not going to do it. So. I, why do you think people make that stance too? Like, like I, I mean, I don't know anybody that well, obviously I live in a very liberal city. So it's like, it's hard to know anybody that's made that stance, you know? And so I just, I wonder why people make that stance. Um, I think for, so one of the things that I have, have, found as far as like news stories that have come out is that um there's been a pretty high hesitancy with people in the african-american community because of that syphilis testing i can't remember the name of the study that they did but it was back in the early 1900s that they basically gave people syphilis people in the black community and studied them over the course of like I don't know, 30, 40 years to see the, the life cycle of syphilis. And um, because of that, a lot of people in the African-American community have hesitancy with getting vaccinations because they don't believe the government's actually giving them what they say that they're giving them because they've lied to them before. So, and that's what I've, I've heard of. I know that there are uh, there's vaccine hesitancy amongst people under the age of 35 because they have a lower risk of getting COVID or having any signs if they do get COVID or getting sick from the disease. Like, so I think a lot of people that are in those younger age groups aren't getting vaccinated because they don't see a point because they're healthy individuals and they don't have any of the comorbidities and they're at such a low risk that they just don't see it as a, a you know, why inject myself with something that hasn't even been like fully approved by the FDA. It has temporary approval with the FDA. They have not fully tested it out to see if it's even okay to give to people at this point. So I think that that's, those are some of the things that I've heard as far as like reasons why people don't want to get the vaccines. I mean, those are good reasons, but when they yeah. tell me, when they tell me that people, that most of the people that are uh, getting COVID now are the people that aren't vaccinated. I think that makes, that gives me more motivation to be like, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll just get vaccinated. Just, you know, <laughs> Well, and what I think is interesting about that is with like the Delta variant, the majority of people that are getting the Delta variant are people that are already vaccinated. 
Oh, are they? See, I don't know any of this stuff. I don't follow the news anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I've seen in the news is that the majority of the people in the United States that have gotten that Delta variant are people that are already vaccinated for COVID-19. The thing that they're noticing, though, is they're not having death rates like they were before the vaccine. So those people that were vaccinated, and they're not saying the age ranges because, of course, they would never tell us how old these people are. Um but the eight, but the people that are vaccinated that are getting, co- you know, the Delta variant of COVID nineteen are not dying, um, or if they are, like I've not heard of any deaths of people in the United States from COVID nineteen Delta variant that were vaccinated. So it really did help with creating those antibodies, so people's systems knew how to fight it. It's a similar thing that they've already had their body already knows how to fight it so it's like oh it's just like a little different i'll kill it like you know wait wait wait. that's that's the people that are vaccinated correct yeah and i haven't heard a lot about people getting the delta variant that weren't vaccinated already yeah but they're no that's because like no okay i do watch at least msnbc and i know you think that they're left but like they 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 say that yeah, I get it, whatever. But like, they say that there are people that are unvaccinated. And I realize you're going to say that this fits their agenda or whatever. But like, but are, are they people- saying they're dying or they're just getting it? Um, I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen anything on the death rates. They just say that, uh, that people that are unvaccinated, because people that are vaccinated, or that are unvaccinated end up in the hospital more than people that are vaccinated, that Va- people that are vaccinated don't end up in the hospital. Yeah, because you've already been exposed. But they so, also. But, but why but would you? you why already, would you want to go to the hospital? Like, why wouldn't you just get the vaccine? <laughs> well, and the people that typically end up in the hospital are the people that are over the age of fifty. Oh well, I mean, that have no wonder they. No wonder they want a booster shot for older people. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, but, but still, like, I mean, I don't know, like. Like, I thought they said, I don't know. Did they say anything about younger patients? I just think that they're fear-mongering at this point because they don't have any numbers on younger patients because there aren't any younger patients. I don't know. They gave me all these other vaccines when I was growing up. They don't even give one of the vaccines that they used to give when we were little because they found out it's not good for you or something or it's too much of an overdose. That was the, the shot where they gave you, like, all the boosters at once and it created this, like, mark on your arm. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, it was like a really red. Yeah, it was like really sore for like a few days. It was, wasn't it for like uh, measles, mumps, and rubella all yeah, at the same so, time. So they don't. I see. Yeah, but they don't do that anymore because there's like an egg protein, and so many kids are allergic to eggs. They don't even give that vaccine anymore. <laughs> well, what is it? The COVID nineteen vaccine is egg related as well, and so a lot of people that I've heard of that were holding out were because it's made with eggs and they don't want to have an allergic reaction. I actually had a coworker that got it and just suffered through taking Benadryl and all her other allergy medications, hoping that she didn't die from it because she was so afraid that she was going to die of COVID-19. She was willing to risk her life for her egg allergy and get the vaccine. Is that real? That's real. It was a colleague of mine. Wow, that would suck. I would hate to be highly allergic to something like that. That would suck. Yeah, and so that's that's why I'm like, you know, is it really necessary? Like, you got it. I don't know why you're candidating for the other side. Well, I got it because I was afraid at the time. You're not afraid anymore because that's what because you got it. (laughs) No, no. At this point, I wish I hadn't gotten it because really. Oh my god. I have had so many problems with my menstrual cycle afterwards. You don't even know. I haven't even talked to you about it. Like, it's been really bad. Oh, wow. I basically, I, didn't know that. I basically bled for an entire month after I got the shot. Wow. Yeah. When we were on vacation, I was still bleeding. Oh, you poor thing. That sucks. Yeah. So... I didn't, I didn't know that. And you think I didn't this- tell you because I was like... I was freaked out and trying to figure out what the hell was different. And that was the only thing that was different was that I had gone in and I had gotten my second shot. And then I started doing research on the internet 
and found that there were a bunch of other women that experienced the same thing that I had. And I, I thought I was crazy. So I didn't say anything to anybody because I was like, this is insane. Like, is this real? Is this, did I really, am I one of those few people that had that side effect? Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> like, so it was, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. It was annoying. I wonder, the- I wonder what about your body chemistry or the other women that had that side effect? I wonder what causes stuff like that where it doesn't in the general population, but like for some reason there's like a few outliers. Yeah, I don't know. I've just ended my last menstrual menstrual cycle, so I'm trying to see if if you're back if, on track. <laughs> if I'm back on track, or if it's going to happen again. Because basically, what happened was is I I had stopped my menstrual, and then I think I was you know kind of spotting for a week, and then I was just bleeding for like the the last like three weeks. This definitely just became a podcast for women. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Like, <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> no, it's so true, though. No, no, no. I mean, like, if you're socializing with sisters, this is the shit we talk about. So yeah, I mean, your menstrual cycle and what the hell's going on with your body and the weirdness that happens. Yeah, no, it's. It's I been mean, a those, weird experience. And those so. things are are generally, they're, they're super concerning, especially if you want to have kids, you know? Like, that's... Yeah. But and it's, it's, it's already freaky enough that that happens to you once a month. At the same time, like, you know, I, I can't be the only woman who thought that and felt that way that was afraid of what was going on, but also didn't reach out to their doctor because they thought that they weren't going to be listened to. You didn't tell your doctor? No. Whoa, did you tell your doctor now? I was thinking about it. <laughs> oh my god, no, you should, if you're telling me and the rest of the world, you should definitely tell your doctor, at least that's the one person that can help you. I don't know if he could or not. A lot of, a lot of the w- reports that I've been seeing from other women yeah, were but- expressing it was basically that they were dismissed by their provider. I mean, they were like, oh, it's nothing like, oh, that happens sometimes like and that's how I felt like what was it a year ago I had had what a polyp or something and they were like, oh, you've never had one before. It's normal. And I'm like, but it's not normal for me. Like I've been having my menstrual cycle for like however many years I've never had one before in my life. And you're basically dismissing me as if this isn't an issue. And this is like highly unusual for me and scaring me. Oh, sounds to me like you need a new doctor. I did get a new doctor. <laughs> yeah, well, talk to your current doctor. That's why, see, that's why I always rotate my healthcare insurance. Like anytime I switch a job, I try to choose a healthcare insurance that matches with what my doctor's office takes because I love her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she doesn't make me feel stupid. She doesn't make me feel wrong. And she generally takes my concerns with seriousness. Yeah, it was just, like, one of those things that was crazy. And, like, what is it? I follow this woman. She, I think she's great. On YouTube named Mama Dr. Jones. She's a OBGYN. And uh, her little bit is, I'm an OBGYN and a mom to four or whatever. And, oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, you're a doctor and you have four kids? Like, that's insane. But she talks about all kinds of stuff like this, and I I believe that she had had an episode um, in the last few weeks about it, and I had watched it, and that was kind of where I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. Like, this is real. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. If if she's talking about it, then that means that other women have... See, and that's why it's so important that everybody speaks out about their weird entities and their weird medical things because this actually gives us more information to create a whole picture yeah and and that's the other thing like I've because I've been doing a lot of research about pregnancy and things like that there's a lot of stuff about pregnancy that you don't know until you start investigating and looking into it and doing research and you know buying books and reading about it like because they don't teach it to you in school which I think is a travesty like they really um, should. If, if you knew about pregnancy you wouldn't do it so long that's for sure like you well, wouldn't do it when you're really young well and that's 
is that a bad thing? I don't think that's a bad no, thing. No, I think that's a good thing. I think that, yeah, definitely, like, I don't know. Well, a lot of a lot of people are having babies later, but if you're from a small town like us, there's a lot of girls that end up pregnant in high school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think I had, I had at least one that I know of from my class that was pregnant while we were in our senior year. Or, well, I wasn't there, but they were. One, I decided two, to go to the community college, so... Three, there were three See? girls out of no, 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 no. Wait, three. Okay, this is sad that I know this. There, there were three girls in my graduating class that were pregnant either before we graduated or at, or like, like during our graduation. Like, because one of them got pregnant at fourteen and she had already had her baby when we graduated. Didn't she so, have a secondary kid while she was like in high school though? She, okay, she was our valedictorian. I don't know what that says about the school I went to <laughs> or like or just like her ability. Like yeah, she had had two kids and she was our valedictorian. Yeah, which is crazy. That's insane to me. Like I don't maybe support a parent. I don't know how she did it. I I didn't really know her, but um but yeah, we had three people that had had kids by the time I graduated in my graduating class. And then I know one girl, I know of one girl that had had no portion and chose not to have the baby. Yeah, I knew a girl that I, I think there was like one or two girls in my class that I knew of or that I, you know, I vaguely remember their situation and I believe that they had had an abortion. Um, that yeah. or they, their parents kind of, they disappeared for a while. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe, an, maybe an adoption happened. <laughs> might've been that kind of route, but yeah, I, I, it was one of those things. And then um, what was it? I knew a girl in the class ahead of mine who had a baby at 16. And then I knew a girl in uh, two classes behind mine. I believe so she was like one ahead of yours that was pregnant her senior year so I don't know I didn't really know a lot of the seniors when I was a junior no worries I mean yeah I'm trying to think of who that was honestly I just just yeah, I was. I my- I'm not gonna say your name. I'll tell no, you. No, 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 don't, no, no, no. I don't want to call people out for that shit. Like, you know uh-uh. who you, you know who you are. That's good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, it's a thing. Like a lot of girls do get pregnant in small towns. I mean, there's nothing to do, so I, I don't know. It just happens. Like, well, and I think it's a lack of education about pregnancy. Like, if they had known more about pregnancy. Would they have done, you know, would they have decided to do the things that they chose to do? Maybe. Maybe they still would have done it. But if they had actually known more about pregnancy, like, that's why I haven't gotten pregnant to this point, is, like, my fear over, like, the whole ordeal. And reading more about it, because I want to have kids, I'm like, Jesus, that's what I'm going to have to go through. Like, these are, there are so many complications that can occur, and especially because I'm getting I'm going to be 35 here in like the next not, you know, what? 7 months or something like that. Is that legit? I was telling people you were 33 over the weekend. <laughs> I'm 34. Oh my god, I think it's cuz I forgot how old I am. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, you, you just stop counting when it when it hurts. <laughs> this one hurts. <laughs> 35, you feeling it? Oh man, I'm like, oh, like, what is it? They consider me still at 34, like early 30s. And I'm like, no, I'm in my mid 30s, like 34, 35, 36. That's your mid 30s. Like, don't get it twisted. That's what it is. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, that's not very old to have kids nowadays. but, But at the same time, in the medical field, they treat you as a geriatric pregnancy, is what they call it. So they treat you like a grandma? Like, <laughs> like you're an old lady having babies. Oh, that's so sad. Because, like, you don't feel that old. No, because you're not really that old. But in childbearing years, you're old. Oh, that's... I feel bad. Like, well, at least you could still have babies. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I um, think I'm... 
I think the only reason I didn't ever end up pregnant was because the it's not my fear of pregnancy or having the baby. I, I know that, like, I know I could do it. Like, you, you know, I know how painful it is because of all the stories and the videos that they make you watch in middle school. And, mm-hmm. But that that's not what scares me. I do a lot of stuff that's pain. Like, like, I don't know, like working out is painful. Surfing and getting hurt is painful. Like I'm not scared of any of those things. I know it's way worse than that, but I feel like I would get through it if I really wanted to be a mom. But the reason I don't think that I've ever done it is because I never wanted to be a mom. Yeah. Uh, when I was little and we used to play, we used to have this like wooden fort at green acres where we went to school and the girls in my class, they always wanted to play house and they would always make me the mom and I hated it. Yeah. Yeah. And so like from that like moment, I just knew like I didn't want to be a mom. Like, oh, for me, it was like all those years of going to family reunions and everybody trying to like make me watch their kids that did it for me. Where you didn't want to be a mom or you did want to be a mom. I didn't want to be a mom. I didn't want to be a mom until I met my husband. Oh, see, I still don't want to be a mom. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, it was, and it wasn't even like when I met my husband, it was like after we got married that I was like, maybe, maybe I would be interested in that. And like, as the years have gone on, like now that we own our own home, it's like my my mindset is like, oh, yeah, I definitely want to have kids. But that's yeah, beautiful. Like, I'm happy for you. I hope you have kids. Now I'm looking at like my my bill situation. I'm oh, like, we yeah. Need to get these, we need to get these credit cards and student loans paid down so that, you know, we're prepared because kids are a financial ruin anyway. <laughs> Isn't that just the truth? And so I need to pay everything off before I have them so that, you know, I don't have any have any existing debt <laughs> sticking around while they are here. So I'll accumulate new debt. But the other thing that scares me is because of my age um, and because of my weight and every other thing that's going on with me, my risk of having naturally conceived twins, fraternal twins is really high well that's actually, that's a good thing that way you only have to go through pregnancy once you get the two you want and then you're done yeah yeah so but we'll see we'll see i'm at a i'm at a one in four chance watch it doesn't happen and then you have to go through pregnancy twice no it'll no, happen no you'll it, have one not- and then you'll have twins <laughs> yeah be that it'll have three kids didn't you want like three though or more i wanted four four is a good even number i guess (laughs) i like the idea of four because i have then replaced myself and my husband and then i've replaced you and your husband so then you don't even have to have any oh well i mean thank you but i'm yeah i wasn't going to anyway Plus, I think that with two, like, I don't know, there were advantages and disadvantages to there only being you you and me. So, and I have a lot of friends that have more children, and um, the more children they have, like, the happier, or she seems to be with pregnancy, like, because her kids, her older kids are older, and they can help. And so it's not like she's got, like, a bunch of toddlers running around. It's like she has a 13-year-old kid. <laughs> and she has, you know, her two-year-old. Like, Yeah, that definitely works if you stretch out your pregnancies, if you have uh, kids at different times. Yeah, because she didn't have them all back to back to back. Like, there's the two years in between each child. So Yeah, and that's smart because then you're not stretching yourself thin, you know, because it's a lot of effort to take care of babies and to do all that stuff. And it's a lot of energy to kind of give everybody mom time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't but, envy you if that's what happens. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but if I'm happy. When I'm, I'm, I'm happy, happy for you, but not envious. <laughs> <laughs> but right now I am trying to get back into sewing. Oh, that's nice. You're going to make all your kids clothes? <laughs> well, I'm going to try and make myself a dress. So That'd be, that'd be cool. You got any fabric already? Um, I had fabric from uh, a few years ago that uh, I had, per- well, it's practice fabric. It's bed sheets. Let's be real. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely practice fabric. So I'm going to try and make a, I designed a, a dress that I think will fit me well, and I have to draw up the pattern on some paper well I'm going to use a lot of people use like parchment paper so and I have that so I'm going to draw it up on parchment paper and then cut it all out and sew it in a muslin so muslin's like a basically like a uh, a mock a mock up Mm -hmm. to see if it fits properly and then make adjustments and then make adjustments to the pattern so that then when I make it out of the real fabric that I want to use then I know it fits okay that sounds like a process how long do you think that it would take I mean it'll take me probably like an hour or two to get everything drawn up and cut out of the parchment paper and then, and I already designed it the other day, which took me about an hour or two because I was going off my own measurements in the moment. <laughs> and then it'll probably take me, you know, like an hour or so to iron the material and then probably another hour to cut it out. And then sew it together. So another. So it's like multiple days worth of effort is going to go into it. It's not going to be like I'm going to do it all in one day. Like I'm not that person. I'm going to break it up over multiple days. It's not going to happen. You work a full time job. I didn't think it was going to happen in one day. That's like if it's going to happen in one day, that's for somebody that doesn't have other things to do. Yeah. Yeah. Or like has an entire Saturday or some or Sunday, like totally free to do whatever they want. Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't don't have that. I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. I think my husband has a event that he's going to, um, this Saturday maybe. So I might do a lot of the work then because he won't be home bugging me. Oh yeah. Does, does he bother? He likes it when I'm in the same room with him and this type of activity is like a craft that I need to do in my office. And so there's a chair in my office and he can come sit in here, but he doesn't. So I usually stick in whatever room he's in because it makes him more comfortable. That's funny. Mom was just talking about that last night. She was like, your dad never wants to go to bed without me. So I have to go lay down and then... Like, she's, like, her stomach was hurting, so she got up after she knew he was asleep. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, no, it's about this. Well, I'm like, what is it? He doesn't want to go to bed without me, but if I go to bed, he won't necessarily go to bed. (laughs) I'm like, it's not reciprocated. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Matt has no problem going to bed before me, but that is a very rare occasion. Normally... I am the first to go to bed and he will stay up and play video games. Yeah. I am usually the first one to go to bed and it's just because you wake up in the morning. Well, no, I'm not even the first to wake up in the morning. I'm just always really tired and I'm ready to go lay down. So, and I don't want to sit on the couch anymore and I don't want to watch whatever he's watching on YouTube anymore. (laughs) That's funny. My husband does that to me, too. Sometimes he'll put things on from YouTube, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't really want to watch this, but I guess I'll sit through it. <laughs> I, a lot of times what will happen is if I'm really over it, and I, but I don't want to get up, 
I'll put my earbuds in and I'll watch something on my phone. (laughs) I've gotten really used to watching things on a small screen. Most of the time I'm just browsing for houses on my phone. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to look at houses. (laughs) No, I'm just watching that trash reality TV that I enjoy on Netflix. Oh, yeah, you do. You do. You you definitely need to link up with Polly um, because you guys have so much in common when it comes to that. Yeah. Her and I watch different stuff, though. Like, her and I like reality TV, but we never seem to like the same reality TV. Like, she always likes the show that I'm totally uninterested in, and I always like the show that she's totally uninterested in. I think it's because I enjoy um, shows where there's, like, it's a dating reality show, or except for The Bachelor. I won't watch that. Or The Bachelorette. None of that. She watches that, I think. I thought it was trash. I, I've watched The Bachelor <laughs> before, and honestly, it's just like, I don't think any of these people are ever going to end up together. I don't know why we bother. Yeah, I think I watched, like, one season of it, and I was like, this is not for me. Um, especially because, like, people were, like, sneaking around and, like, giving blowjobs and having sex and, like, random places and I was like this is really uncouth and why would you record this and like I'm not a fan of that yeah it amazes me that even though you know you're on tv people are like willing to do that still do crazy stuff and I'm like "Eh, I'm good I I like uh what was it too hot to handle because they're not allowed to hook up Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. That's, like, where they lose money if they hook up, right? Yeah, and it just for a kiss. I, like, I think that's I think that's way funnier than, than watching something where people are allowed to hook up. Like, $2,000 or whatever, or, or $5,000 just for a kiss. That's and hilarious. Like, oh, my God. And so a lot of the people on the show don't do much more than that because of the fact that, you know, the more you do the more like risk you are of losing money um and like high amounts of dollars can they cuddle yeah that's not considered it's but as long as you're not you know touching yeah you can't do like you know no rubbing your bum on anybody's crotch or like none of that That, that'll lose you money too they're like that's dry humping no (laughs) yeah yeah, like heavy petting is what they call it. <laughs> and so um, that's so funny. Yeah. So you can cuddle with someone and you can still be intimate with another human being, but you're not allowed to do sexy stuff. Um, and it's just because, you know, you're supposed to be connecting with a person on a deeper level, um, more on a level of having conversations with them, getting to know them, breaking down those walls um, without trying to navigate it while being intimate like that with them. So. Yeah. It really makes you think what it makes you think whether you actually like the person or not. Yeah. Which I'm like, I totally understand that. Yeah. I, I get that at the beginning, but like eventually I think I I wouldn't. Okay. Well, this, this makes me sound horrible, but I wouldn't marry somebody that I hadn't slept with. Cause like, what if you like them, but the sex is really bad. Who knows? I don't know. I've, I've known people that were, um, religious that got together because they wanted to save it till marriage. Well, so conversation that I had the other day, um, <laughs> that okay. our, our grandparents got married because they wanted to, you know, get at her and um, basically it, said, either you, yeah. either you, like, to our grandmother's mother, either you sign this document and let her marry me or I'm going to put a baby in her, basically. <laughs> like... <laughs> is, that, is that what grandma told you? Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, uh, no, that's just something I don't want to know about my grandma. 
because they were just so at the time all over each other. So, wow. but they hadn't crossed that line. So, I mean, you mean she hadn't crossed that line? I'm sure he had. Um, I don't think either one of them had crossed that line because it was it was she was very straight about that like straightforward about it from the get-go like no I meant grandpa like he was in the navy before he like ended up with her like there's no way he knew but it was his sister's best friend yeah no 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 I'm I'm not saying that he hadn't had sex with her he had definitely had sex before there's no fucking way no I know but I'm saying that they didn't as a couple yeah well I mean whatever that's gross I don't want to know that I don't want to know that. I don't want to know that they got married just so they could do it. Like, I don't want to hear any of that. Like, Grandma, I know how you got pregnant, but I don't want to know anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it to yourself. <laughs> but that's the reality, like, that some people get married just for that reason because of the fact that they are very religious and because they do hold those rules very tight to their chest and they want to abide by them. Well, I'm so, glad I don't. I don't think that I don't think that works out for everyone. No. It's not for everybody. No, I'm just saying because like a lot of the times like you could marry like cuz what if she married him just so she could do it with him and then she didn't even actually end up liking him. I mean, it worked out for them. Like it's kind of like arranged marriages. Like, you know, you have this arranged marriage where you end up marrying somebody you don't really know. And like I know somebody that that did work out for, but she was telling me that most of the time that shit don't work out. Um, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I don't know. I I think it's important to live with somebody and to like really like get to know them as best as you can before you commit to them because it's hard to get divorced. (laughs) No, actually it's really easy. It just costs a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, it's not hard. I mean, we know we have a friend that's done it four times or three times now. Like, (laughs) so, or I have a friend, not you, but. I wouldn't want to get divorced. That's, no. uh -uh. To me, I, I feel like, and this is just my feeling about it. Like, if you divorce your spouse, like you, you, at that point, you've just given up on that relationship and you're not willing to try anymore or, you know, they're not willing to try anymore to continue to try and, you know, move that relationship forward. And I think our generation, a lot of times treat marriages like dating. They don't like, see, but that's my point. Why get married? Like, like, why are you going to make that commitment? Like if you don't mean it, like, you know? Yeah, whereas some, a lot of people are in more religious communities, they are very real about it. They are going to try and make it work. Like, and I'm not talking about just Christian communities. Like, there are other religious communities that really do value and cherish marriage and that it's a serious thing if you are going to go into that endeavor. But a lot of more ag- agnostic or atheist type communities like they don't really treat it like that they don't treat it like it's a commitment um they treat it like it's oh i signed a contract and if i want out of the contract i can get out whenever i want like it's like a job or something i mean i guess yeah i think i think when people go into marriage though nobody thinks it's going to be them so that's you know, you can go into it with the most seriousness, but, like, when things change and people change and, like, you go in completely different directions, I guess. I mean, I'm not talking about your friend that you're talking about because no. that person that's person's gets married and, like, like, they're, like, most people already know that that's probably not the best, like, situation well, for them. <laughs> it's probably not going to work. I think that some people are desperate to have somebody else love them and that that's the reason why they get married and it's not about the person or anything like that it's just because they come from 
a broken home and they're trying to force that hand because they really want somebody else to love them unconditionally and they think marrying them will make them love them unconditionally. It doesn't change your current situation. Like, or that they get pregnant. Yeah, or that. I think that maybe when I'm older, I'll have a better perspective on that because being so young and being in the early part of my marriage, it's hard to see the reasons. And I think that the older you get, the wiser you get, the more experience you have, the more you've seen your friends grow too. You get like a bigger picture of why things happen the way they do. Well, you've been with your husband, what, 10 years? Well, we've been together nine years. We've only been married for six. For some people, that's a lifetime. Nine years together, like. It doesn't, sometimes it feels like a lot and sometimes it doesn't feel like anything. I know. I'm feeling that way about seven years. (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, we've been together a while, but like, you know, I mean, I, I guess the thing that would make the most sense is it feels like it's a long time when you realize that you've heard this other person, like a million of their stories, you know, their behaviors you you guys have done so much together that's when it seems like a long time but then I think when they start repeating themselves like oh did I tell you about that time and you're like yes <laughs> I'm aware thank you that's so funny I <laughs> you know I'm so forgetful though probably because I smoke too much weed um so when Matt tells me a, a story and he's like oh I pro- I've told you that story before I'm like yeah tell it again I probably don't remember it anyway oh my god no I always remember everything well and then he gets so animated when he gets into his stories and like honestly I'm I'm more entertained by watching him than actually the act well sometimes the actual story is really interesting but I'm entertained by him so you're entertained by the storytelling not necessarily the story itself yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends on what the story is or if I've heard it a couple times. But, but yeah, I am very entertained by him. He's he's a character. He's a very good storyteller. That's good. Yeah, he, and I don't know. Yeah, sometimes he'll tell me new things within the story that maybe. But he's he very de- out. he's very detail oriented though. Sometimes sometimes it's hard to listen to a story with him because. He has to give me the pre-story and then the real story. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is like a novel now. <laughs> That's hilarious. He's like, well, wait. But in order to tell you this, I have to tell you this. And I'm just like, I'm going to be sitting here a while, aren't I? <laughs> I mean, it's entertaining. But, like, when you're when you're busy, you got to get stuff done. You're just like, oh, I think, I think we can, you know, just tell me the pre-story and then tell me the real story later. <laughs> Gotcha. Anyway, are you clicking? I hear you. Yeah, I need to get back to work. I need to get back to work too. I've been clicking too. I wonder if that. I wonder if you can hear it in the, in the podcast. Hopefully not. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I've been kind of writing metadata as we went. I only did a, like, like a couple lines, but you know, I end up working late anyway, so they always get more money out of me than you know than they ever give me anyway. I always end up working late because that's when my brain's more functional. <laughs> Same with me. The the only reason that I have to be online so early is because they're East Coast based com- East Coast based company, and so they require you to be online. But like, I do better work in the evening. Yeah, I always do better work in the late afternoon. Me too. Yeah, around I seem like to get a lot more done, and I don't know why that is. And maybe it's just like how my mind works. Yeah, that's why I don't mind having my computer on all day and just going back to it and like doing stuff in between. Like I'm still working more than eight hours, but I like taking, I like taking more breaks. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as I'm getting the work done. I take a lot of five minute breaks. Yeah, you need it like a little, you know, it's like a power, power break, you know? Yeah, I just, I was telling my husband yesterday, I was like, you know, I wish we were like European countries and have like a nap time in the middle of the day (laughs) you mean the siesta I need one I so need one like yesterday I took that two hour nap like because I had been working east coast hours uh for Monday and Tuesday 
I had a two hour nap afterwards and I was like, I really needed that. <laughs> Isn't that nice? I really, I, I do admire um, other countries and their ability to take more breaks in the day and to actually have paid vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They have a lot better paid vacation policies. Not to say that my job doesn't have a good one, but um, I mean, nothing's going to, nothing's going to be better than the European six weeks off. Right nothing's gonna touch it like (laughs) like yeah you get four weeks paid vacation that's really good for an american company but in europe you get six weeks off yeah 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 that's huge and they tell you to take it too it's like what was it there's this woman that i watched videos from who lives in italy now and she's like yeah they really push you to to take that time off (laughs) because they know how beneficial it is to their workforce they come back very fresh they do better work it's more quality versus quantity it's a use it or lose it plan too they don't roll it over you get a six weeks every year go ahead sorry I was gonna say so you gotta go on that vacation because otherwise you're gonna lose that time anyway I was going to say, you wouldn't have to ask me twice, like six weeks off. Hell yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> you probably take it all in a row. <laughs> I would. That's exactly what I would do. I would be like, like I'm I'll taking... see you next month. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in six weeks. I'm going to go like surf in some remote destination where you won't be able to reach me or contact me at all. <laughs> Funny. Oh my God. I could totally see you doing that. I mean, if I could do that now, I totally would. It's just, it's the beginning of my career. And so I have a while to go. Yeah. Well, I don't really have a subject matter for us to start with next week, so we'll have to just pick one, because I don't think that we really left off in a space to, like, continue a conversation, but... Mm, We should do time off vacation destinations we wish we could go to. (laughs) Ooh, travel destinations. Right? Yeah, like, places that we've always wanted to go. I'd totally do that. Let's do that. We'll do... We'll talk about our our favorite, our either our favorite travel destinations and and you know the places that we wish that we could go because I know that you and I have some favorite places that we enjoy going. So I do, I do. Hawaii is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy going to Canada. Ironically, <laughs> Canada is nice. I actually enjoy going to Oregon. Surprisingly, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Just, like, when we went to the beach, not when I, like, went and, like, visit in the valley. And I don't like the valley. (laughs) No, I get that. I totally get that. All right. Well, I love you. And I will talk with you later. I love you, too. (laughs) You can find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, along with Anchor. Yes. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. You guys all have a great rest of your day and hope you have a great rest of your week. Yes, bye. Bye.